Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Grown and Childish. I'm Willie and I'm grown. I'm Kiki and I'm childish. I'm Willie and I'm childish. I'm Kiki and I'm grown. Hey Kiki, what's going on? Not much, not much, you know, just uh, relaxing, chilling. Enjoying wrong. space, my head space right now. I'm, well, I'm in a good head space. That's good. So am I. So am I. I was thinking today, Kiki, though, I think we should talk about relationships with this episode. Uh, I just want to get into relationships. Um, like, let's let's talk about heartbreak and how they can affect relationships. And should your mental health be how? Well, you know, it's that old saying, get yourself together before you get with somebody. How true do you think that statement is? Oh, I say I agree with that, like 20 percent. Okay. <laughs> Maybe not at all, honestly, because um, people always say that, oh, get yourself together before you get in a relationship, yada, yada, yada. And I thought about it, and I actually was um talking with somebody who, they said something, and it made sense. Why wait to get yourself, to, like, get yourself together, then get in a relationship? And I'm like, you know, that don't. I guess I get where they're coming from. Like, I get the person who came up with that saying or whatever. But as human beings, we continually growing, progressing, and we have to make mistakes and go through learning experiences to learn. So to actually grow as a person, like, if you're single, you're single. Of course, be the best you can while you're single. But also being in a relationship situationship, effing-ship, whatever, you're going to learn something. You got to go through the experience. It might be something about you that you really didn't know about, and then when you're in that relationship, that person might call it to your attention, and they might be like, okay, this is something I need to work on. Or it could be something that you might hear from multiple partners. And then finally, a click in your head, like, okay, boom, the light bulb go off. Oh, this is something that I need to work on. Gotcha. Yep. I think I, to the statement of, should you, you know, work on yourself before you get in a relationship? I agree with it 70%. Because when you go through certain things as a child, relationships with your parents, friendships and stuff like that, like every day we have human interactions and sometimes those human interactions are not pleasant. We come out of toxic situations. It doesn't always have to be a relationship. It could be a friendship. It could be once again, your parents, it could be grandparents, your brother and your sisters. Um, I think you should try to heal some of that trauma before you get into a relationship. And the reason why I say that is, it is unfair for the person that you're trying to date or a person who's trying to pursue you or get to know you to get the blunt of, you know, get the blunt of your unhealing um, from another particular individual or another situation. Like, I feel like it's unfair to that person um, when we do not heal ourselves properly. And I, this and I believe in the statement. We sometimes bleed on other people, people with good intentions. Now, when you're. When you're in that kind of mindset of like, well, I'm just F everybody, screw the world kind of thing, you will block the people who mean you harm. But the people who actually are good to you can also keep them at bay. It's almost as if you block your bank account. Now, I've used this analogy before, but if you block your bank account 
And if you block your bank account, nobody's not going to take any money from you at all. They can't because your account's blocked, but your direct deposit ain't going to get in that bank account either. Mm-hmm. So you should heal yourself to a point. Now, you're, you're not going to be whole. This whole expression, well, you should be whole or this, that, whatever. You're not going to be whole because as a human being, you're going to go through different life experiences. Things are going to happen as you get older and older and older. They're going to go through certain different changes and stuff like that. And like you said, there's going to be some stuff that even when you get with somebody, you're still going to be working on. And if you have a person who's genuine to you, want to make a genuine connection with you, they're going to say, hey, you know, I think you really need to go see a therapist or, you know, you really need to do this or, you know, and long as in long and I'm going to say genuine connection, because as long as they're coming at you in a respectful manner, in a place of love, a person's like, you know, you kind of crazy, you know, this, that, whatever. And they talk you down and belittle you in the process. That's not love. That is not that is not somebody coming at you with love, but somebody coming at you like, hey, you know, you know I notice you do this kind of thing. Or if somebody is like if somebody noticed like, hey, I noticed you kind of twitch when you walk, you might go you need to go to the doctor. They're going to have that same when it comes to your mental health. They're going to have that same reaction. Like I notice when we talk about kids, you kind of freeze up. You know, that could be because somebody because, you know, they had a situation where, uh, you know, they had a, a, a miscarriage or when you try to get intimate with that person, they kind of lock up and freeze up. You know, is it something I'm doing? Is it wrong? Well, that person may have had a situation where they were sexually abused. So anything in that particular environment, they freeze up. That's why I feel like those things you should get addressed before you get into a relationship, because then you can put that blame almost into the other person. I just personally don't think that's fair. To the other person. Now, you're not going to be, as I stated, completely together. And even if you go through something like serious as that, those serious kind of traumas, those are some things even when you get with somebody, you're still going to work on. And if somebody truly cares about you, they will sit there and work on together with you. But you have to do the self work. And it is best to do some of that work while you're by yourself. That's that's my opinion. Okay. So I did say 20%. When you bring up, you know, mention it from that angle, that's true. If you are severely toxic because sometimes we don't even know that we toxic you don't even know because you grew up in a certain environment and that's normal you normalized it it's regular Mm -hmm. um so again you might not even realize that hey i have toxic ways until you get in a relationship (laughs) yeah um and sometimes it can be your friends might notice it but you might not even realize until you actually with your significant other who is like the closest person to you at the Gee. time. Right. So yeah, I agree with, you know, why you single working on yourself, trying to better yourself. And of course, if you have childhood trauma and stuff like that to where it's like affecting your relationships, yeah, get the counseling you need, talk to somebody. But again, I do feel like sometimes we don't even know we have toxic ways. We don't know it's certain traits about ourselves that, um, might be negative or flaws until other people hold up that mirror and let us know. Um, I even, um, a little bit of self-disclosure. Um, I was in a relationship for a minute, like since high school and he used to say stuff and, um, I didn't even realize, like, I guess, (laughs) You know, I used to be on my little independent stuff. Like, okay, I can do what I want. I'm grown, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Until I started dating somebody after him um, for a little while. And someone else 
that's when I was like, oh, okay. So not saying every time somebody say something is right, but it was like a little parent. It was like, okay, Kiki, when you do this, you know, this, da, 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 this bothers me or whatever. I'm like, okay. So it might be a little bit of um some truth to what he said. But when you with somebody for a minute, sometimes you don't like, it's like, child, whatever, you just talking. To me, it was like that. Like, child, whatever, you just talking. Yeah. But it was a little truth to it. So I just um said that to say is um sometimes you really just don't see stuff until you in that scenario. You just don't mm-hmm. know until you in that situation. So yeah. that's why I said you don't have to just stay single. If you got really toxic ways that you know about and mm-hmm. you're trying to address them, okay. I got sometimes you. Sometimes being with someone can it just help? It's no, like it does. So. No, you 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 are correct. When it comes to, and I'm not calling this a little thing. That's big of you to acknowledge that and and say that. But I was mainly, you know, when you said the twenty percent, you know, my mind went, well, that's you know, that give a green light to people when they're very like they have some toxic like stuff they need to enter, stuff they need to deal with, and not address it. So that's where I the you know where I was coming from. Um, once again, a good partner a good person has your genuine like a your genuine like self-care in mind they want what's absolutely best for you will not they won't nitpick at things about you but stuff that they would notice that hey that's a little unhealthy maybe you want to go take care of that that's what they're supposed to do but i'm more along the lines of if there's something that you know you generally like stuff that you you know that's happened to you like heartbreaks and stuff like that these are things you probably want to go and get addressed on your own um, mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes we don't notice things too. Like if I can, you know, since you, you know, shared a little disclosure about yourself, I'll share one about mine. Um, I briefly, a few years back, um, dated somebody who I thought was a friend. Long term, make a long story short, they turned out to be a narcissist. But that situation, it, it broke me. If I have to be perfectly honest with you, it broke me. But it was mm-hmm. kind of like a blessing in disguise at the same time too. Because it kind of opened my eyes up to a lot of things that I know I wasn't doing correctly. Like this yeah. person and this person, they have a lot of issues. I've not spoken to this person since that situation. So I don't know what they may be better now. I don't know. Have not spoken to them. Don't have no plans of speaking to this individual anymore. But, you know, them doing stuff to me made me realize maybe some of the things that I wasn't good at in the apartment when I was in my previous relationships and people I used to date too. So that's why I was like, it, it made me self-reflect. In that single moment when I got to a healthier place, it was like, all right, that it really made me self-reflect and made me look at things that I need to work on and also made me acknowledge that before I get into even making an attempt to get another relationship, let me approve myself in these areas. So I feel like sometimes we, you know, when when you have you should have moments in your life. That's the only reason I bring that up is you should have moments in your life when you're in a in a moment when it's just you. I'm not saying blame yourself for relationships that go wrong. Because stuff happens, people drift apart. It's human nature. But have a moment where you can self-reflect. And when I try to date people now, if it doesn't work, that's what I try to do. I don't sit there and say, well, they was this, they were that, this was this. And that's why it ain't work. Because I was, you know, I'm God's greatest child down here and I'm going to keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. But I, I try to think on the inside, okay, what are some things I probably need to work on? Why didn't it work? You know, did I not communicate? Properly. And that was one of the things that approved after this whole situation is I learned how to communicate my feelings a little bit better and address things like, hey, I don't like this. I, you know, you know, I like this. I don't like this because men, we don't like to show emotions. 
Um, I try to make sure I bring that out now the best way I can. I still struggle from time to time. It's, 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 you know, I've been doing this, you know, people who see me now, uh, I've been doing this since I was like 29. So I'm still a work in progress, but mm-hmm. I'm better than I was four years ago since I will be 32 this month. Um, I, I'm better than I was, you know, a few years back into this. So I just feel like you should have moments where you should be self more self-aware in those single moments. Um, and especially when it's something that you know, well, let me clean this up because I don't want this to spill over into my new relationship. Another person shouldn't have to deal with this, you know, this part of me. And once again, I don't want anybody to bash themselves in this particular situation, but just know some areas where like be hold yourself accountable and look at certain things about yourself and says, you know, yes, that happened to me. I went through this experience, but I need to, if I want the kind of love that I'm seeking, the kind of relationship that I'm seeking, then, you know, I need to, I need to clean myself up here in this area. That's what I think. But to that point, and speaking of heartbreaks, Kiki, do you think heartbreaks, and I'm just, I want to ask this question. Do you think heartbreaks have a, a severe effect on your mental health? Hell Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Preach it's traumatizing. Go ahead. Like I had thought about that before. It is like it could be devastating. Like I had an ex or whatever and it took it took the longest to get over him. Like I'm the type of person I really love hard. Mm-hmm. And even like my other friends who like I like had friends or guys I dated or whatever. Sometimes it would like annoy me when they would call because I was waiting, hoping it was him calling. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, "Oh, it's this damn." I'm trying to, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that is that mess with your mental because then, you know, it also make you guarded or more guarded. And it can affect, impact future relationships because you be like, shit, I ain't finna get hurt again. I ain't finna yeah. make that same mistake again. So you already like start pulling your guard up. And sometimes when you might, you might see a little red flag or something in somebody and you be quick to write the person off. And sometimes, you know what? And sometimes communication is really important. I know like a lot of people say that. But, like, just me working with people and learning communication is so, it's so important. Like, it's, it's just, it's just important. Like, I'm, I'm just thinking about how, like, relationships can, like, traumatize you and it could take you back to a place, make you guard it. And you might think, like, somebody might do something and it rub you the wrong way and they don't even know that they did something mm-hmm. that offended you. So it's like you got to open your mouth and say something. Yeah. I'm, I'm just. <sighs> yes, but yes. Long story short. Yes, I do. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Sound like you was about to go to a place there. But no, I, I, I agree. I agree. Um, heartbreaks can affect your mental health. Um, once again, speaking on my experience. Um, and I'm, I'm about to get very transparent. So. After going through that experience, you know, it was kind of weird. That whole year, 2019 was a weird year, but it was an enlightenment year for me. That was the same year, like I, I said in the uh, a previous episode, where me and my dad got relinked up. So it was, it was weird. I, I moved back to Jacksonville from Atlanta because that's where I was staying. I was working up there. 
And the job I had up there, if you remember, Kiki, I was like beyond stressed out. I was working like 12 hours a day. You and, you know, your, any one of your friends that came up and seen me and I was supposed to be on vacation. I still went and, you know, went to go clean the apartment. I work in the apartment industry, everybody. Um, but I still was like working, just working, 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 working. So I came back down here to rest and just like start, you know, do my own thing and this, that, whatever. But then I go out to Tallahassee and I go, you know, see my grandmother and like, oh, she needs, she was very sick. Let me go find my dad. And that's when I found my dad. Then I found my dad and realized, okay, I had sisters and niece and nephew. And then, you know, cool, boom, boom, boom. And then my grandmother dies and said September. Then, you know, we come back, you know, from the funeral. Literally the day I get back from the funeral, that's when I got hooked up with this individual because they had just got out of their relationship, at least so I thought at the time. And then when me and this person got together and we was cool for like, you know, a few months. And then that's when this person painted me as the worst thing since Hitler. Mm. That's what it seemed like. They messed with me and what this person said and how they dictated me. Um, first of all, they dumped me the day, and I'm just being transparent. They dumped me the day I got in a car accident. So, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Sorry. But no, I just, you know, no, I just, you know, I mean, I'm just keeping it real. Like, I'm, you know, I appreciate, thank you. I appreciate that. But I'm not trying to, you know, look for sympathy right now. I'm just being very, very transparent about like where, like, I want you to understand how my mental health was at the time. So I'll go from a stressful dog you know, find my father, but in the process of losing my grandmother, then go through the process of, you know, realize I had this other side of my family that I didn't know about until up until this moment. And I get this person, I think I'm in the best relationship ever at the time. Then this person, you know, when they decide they want to go back to who they was with, you know, they turn around and literally just paint me as the worst person. Um, I mean, made it seem like I was like the closest thing to Bill Cosby, but then I was also this, I mean, I wasn't as soft, you know, I'm soft. I'm, this, that, whatever, you know, but it, 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 I mean, after all that, the dust was settled and everything was done. I was at a very, very low place. I was at a very, very low place, but you know, my pastor said to me, she mentioned something at the time and for all y'all who listen, yes, that really does go to church. Just want to point that out. So I know a lot of y'all don't think I do, but I do go to church. Um, my pastor said to me, though, she was like, did you even ever really grieve over losing your grandmother? Did you exhaust that process? I said, no. She said, did you ever acknowledge, you know, the absence between you and your father? Because last time I saw my dad before I turned 29 was when I was maybe 11 or 12. So I never like there was a roller coaster of emotions I never went through <laughs> that uh, that led up to that point. Then I get with this person. I go through a really traumatic heartbreak. So I was at a very, very my mental health was like low. I thought I was what everything this person told me that I was. And I almost got to a point was like, well, if I'm this, I really shouldn't be on this planet anymore. That's how mm -hmm. low my mental health was. And I'm just being very, very transparent. And I hope that's mm -hmm. not a trigger for anybody by saying that. But that's where I was. And that happened in November of 2019. I did not get to a good place maybe until about May of 2020. Like Kobe had passed. I didn't even care about it, really. It. I was like, all right. Honestly, and I'm just no disrespect to the Bryant family, but my my expression when that whole happened, nigga did. That was literally, but because I was in such a crappy mental place at the time mm. when I went through that experience. May is when I actually started to go to therapy because I was going through that cycle. It was like a roller coaster, and I'm not a roller coaster. Excuse me, it was like a Ferris wheel, and that's why I say, you know, I have some people. You know me, I have the same where I feel like some people were on emotional Ferris wheels instead of uh, roller coasters. A roller coaster, they say it goes up and down, like, you know, it's an emotional high, you go up and down, but at least in the roller coaster, you go forward. 
on the Ferris wheel, you go up because so you can be at the highest moment and you can go down at your lowest moment. But mm-hmm. on the Ferris wheel, you don't go anywhere. You're just in a circle. So I was going through this emotional process where I'd be like, I'll I'll go through a point where I'd be like, all right, I'm cool. I'm over it. I'm good. I'm fine. I- I'm fine. Everything's fine. Then I get like, I'll think about it. Then I'll be sad. Then I get depressed. Then I get angry. Then I get super depressed after I get angry. Then I try to get over it because I'm still going through that phase of, you know, being a man. I'm good. Everything's fine. Like I'm, I'm fighting all these emotions. Mm-hmm. But my mental health finally got to a point when I was stuck in that moment. It was like what I told my therapist at the time. I was like, it's like I have a deck of cards and I do not know where to start, like how to stack them up or how to get myself together. Like mm-hmm. it was affecting everything. It was affecting my relationship uh, with my parent, my mom. It was affecting, you know, relationships with, you know, my brothers and sisters. It was affecting my work. At the time, I would just go to work and just stay at my computer for literally hours. I wouldn't do anything when I was at work. I would just be blanked out. And my manager at the time, she, you know, she was, Tammy, if you ever listen to this, you know, big shout out to you, girl, because she would just say, Willie, go take a mental health day. You know, don't do anything crazy, but just go take a mental health day. So my mental health was really at a bad place, but it was the experience through that experience and you know through that experience it 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 really it was still a blessing at the same time because that's what made me go to therapy and then that's what made me realize what are healthy boundaries you know what are toxic boundaries how to communicate properly when you don't like something how to you know not allow not allow yourself to get put in that kind of situation again it also helped me get very very close with my sister with all my siblings, that was like the moment. I know I'm ranting right now. I'm grandpa ranting, y'all. But anyways, it was the moment where I realized that my brothers and sisters were adults and I didn't have to do everything. I could actually lean on my sisters. I'm the oldest on both sides of my family, both my mother and my dad set of kids. I'm the oldest. So I was just so used to just handling everything and doing everything and trying to be Superman and Wonder Boy and all that. That was the first time in my life at 29, heading into 30. I'm like, look, yeah, I am not okay. That was the first time I actually ever admitted that to anybody, that I am not okay. And I need other people to kind of like step in for me. So that's why, yes, that's why I needed support. Support. So that's where, yes, a support system, a team basically of people around me. So that's where me and my sister got close. She pretty much became my secretary of defense. And then that's where like a lot of people didn't know where I went for a year. I think around when that happened, I think I kind of just cut myself off. If you wasn't in my immediate circle, I didn't speak to anybody for December up until about maybe February of 2021. Didn't speak to anybody at all. So, but I had to work on myself in that moment because my my personal mental health was in the trash because of that one situation. But at, at first I thought it was because, well, and then that's another thing that had my mental health kind of trash too, because I was like, Dang, I just let this one person just treat me like crap. So, dang, I must be re- I must be weak. So, I was thinking in my mind, like, dang, well, everything this person said about me is absolutely true. But I had to look on it. My therapist said, and including my pastor, she was like, look at everything you've been through in that year. <laughs> just alone that year, a stressful job, losing a grandparent, finding a parent after so many years, getting connected. That's, that's a lot of emotions to go through in a short oh, span of time. You know, and then we talked about things that I went through in my childhood and stuff like that. They was like, you never, I never exhausted any of those processes. I went through them. I actually like went through the emotional process of dealing with them. So going through that moment made me realize 
you know, it made me check my own mental health, get myself together, get myself to grow from that experience because I became a better person out of that experience. Who I am now, I mean, I don't think I was a bad person at 29 or 28, 27, 26, but I definitely did some things I'm not proud of. I wasn't perfect. I owe some people an apology. And after I went to therapy, I actually apologized to some people because I was like, bro, what I did was not okay. And I apologize. That wasn't my intent to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, previous like women I dated, but that was not okay. And I'm sorry. I really am sorry that I put you through that. Because me going through this experience made me realize how bad, how I got treated made me feel, realize how bad I treated some other people and not on purpose. But I had to be a trans, you know, transparent and hold myself accountable too. So, Make a long story short, yes, heartbreak does affect mental health, but I want to say if you actually exhaust the process and go through the process and go through the healing process, that is the most important thing you will ever do. It will actually get you to a better place. And I'm still working on it. Once again, I'm not still perfect. Um, You catch me on the wrong day. I may still use them four-letter words and use strong (laughs) adjectives, but I will say I handle situations better. When I feel like my mental health isn't together, I take days off. I rest now. I try to, well, I try to rest. I still work hard sometimes. And I can still get in the modes where I work hard, but I rest. I try to, I just, I just try my best to take care of myself better. Um, but I'm at a better place. I'm at a better place. But, you know, we, we talked our ear off long enough. Um, Kiki had to run real quick, so I'm gonna sign off for both of us on this episode. Um, and tell me how y'all how you guys like this episode. We may actually try to give you guys some more. Um, this is Willie and Kiki signing out. All right, bye.